noise that time i know right there was like no sound until like 12 and a half seconds i know i'm so proud of you see like i'll have you know while he was sitting there doing a little countdown thing i was tempted to just scream all right let's do this leave on <laughs> 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 that probably would have gone over pretty well <laughs> um unplugging the headphones oh because they echo let me just turn them down there we go well good job We've got everybody here today. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's kind of weird. You've reached Cricket and Vaughn at the Chaise Lounge. And um, we haven't officially changed our name yet, but that's coming. Right. I think once we all get moved, you know, that'll be like a big change. Well, once you guys get moved. Yeah, once. Yeah, but we do have Alex with us. What's up? And we have. We have JP with us. JP with us. And. We have the other one child, which I don't know if he wants me to give his name. We got Kimmy with us. <laughs> Be fine. Um, I don't know how much he's going to talk, but that's okay. Yeah, he's just kind of here. <laughs> Kimmy is short for Kimothy. That's right. Oh, you just got to look. <laughs> <laughs> for the record, I just got like the most dirtiest eat shit look I've ever had in like the past week. That you've ever had in the past week? <laughs> hey, I live with my mother. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna go down that road today. Oh my god! Yeah, gosh. we we gotta keep this at an hour. <laughs> well, we try to keep it at an hour, but then we end up going to like an hour and a half. I think last time we were here, it was like an hour and forty-five. Well, I know, but we and we because we always worry about not having enough, and then once we get going, we're like. Well, shit, we didn't even get to everything. Yeah, <laughs> although I really don't know what we're gonna be talking about this week because it's just been. A lot of stuff has been happening out in the world, but I have not been paying attention to it because I have got so much personal stress right now. Just well, why don't we just go ahead and start with the Hellfire Mount that's the, there's, there's that's a in Gulf of Mexico right now. There's a Hellmouth in Hellmouth, yeah. There's a Hellmouth in the Gulf of Mexico. <clears throat> a pipeline burst and a caught on fire and now the ocean is on fire yeah the ocean wow. the ocean all, all the, the oil is coming burning. out is that caught on fire and it's all burning yeah it somebody looks, cue the pacific rim music yeah well it looks like satan's butthole just kind of sitting right over the gulf of mexico my ass after taco bell <laughs> so apparently the gulf of mexico had taco bell <laughs> But yeah, that's it, it's bad. And what's, what is so ironic about it is if you look at the pictures of this Hellmouth, um, there are boats all around it and they're all spraying water on it. I'm like, dude, you're in the ocean. There's water everywhere. I'm not sure spraying more water on this grease fire is going to help you. There's a picture of it for you. Isn't that crazy? There's a big-ass circular fire... How, how far across do you think that is? Maybe maybe well, you 50 yards? Think those, boot, those boots. Those boots. <laughs> Them boats are pretty big. So 50, maybe 100 yards across? Yeah, That's got to be at least 50, 60 yards wide. I, I bet it's bigger than that. But see how, how they're all spraying water at it? And I'm like, you're, you're surrounded by water. The whole thing is surrounded by water. And then the uh, apartment complex that... Um, collapsed. I guess that was last Thursday, though. But we we just didn't do a podcast last week, so we couldn't talk yeah. about it then. They're still doing. They're still calling it a search and rescue. I'm not sure if they should be calling it a search and rescue at this point. Yeah, because they keep having to get out of there because they they're they know there's some structural thing that's kind of holding a big portion of it together, and they've been keeping an eye on it. And last I heard, they said in one day that piece that was basically holding everything else up uh-huh. had moved like eight or nine inches just during that day yeah let's not let's not get around that so they're afraid that the other half of the building is going to go mm-hmm. before they have a chance to demo it. yeah well they're planning on demoing the whole building just because just to get it out of there but whoever owns that building he was a slumlord you, oh yeah you know that they had told him about that stuff well the, they they found a engineer's report from 2018 that listed all the things that was wrong and what was going to happen if they didn't fix it mm-hmm. and then the whole then that uh condo unit place they hired 
another engineer basically paid one off to say, oh, it's not in that bad of shape. Yeah. And that was the last that all the residents had heard that it wasn't in that bad of shape. Can't wait for that other guy's license to get revoked. There's like right? a whole code of ethics for engineers and all that stuff, and he just did a very big no-no. Right. You know, they didn't slap it first and say, yep, that ain't going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, there's going to be some lawsuits from hell. Yeah. There, I, ho- I hope their insurance policy was up to date because, mm. holy moly, half your building falls down and kills. Right now, the uh, I think the death toll is up to like 24 people, but I'm sure it's going to go higher once they finally just decide that I mean, and they're, still they're not pulling anybody else still out. Unaccounted for. Mm, at least. Well, last I heard, the, the death count was like at eight or nine people, and there were still 144 unaccounted for. Well, as of this morning, it was at 24. And it, this is July the 3rd. This is Saturday, So there's July probably the still 3rd. 130 people underneath that crap. Yeah. But they bringing... said they can't... And they're telling where they're going to find people, because they said, like, when you've got two floors of a building that are normally, like, 10 to 12 feet apart, mm-hmm. and they're, like, a foot and a half apart. Mm-hmm. If that. Mm-hmm. So if they said that there's people in there, I mean, it's not like they're going to be alive. Yeah, they're like I said, the, calling it a search and rescue at this point seems a little cruel. But, um, <clears throat> but I fully expect oh, uh, Governor DeSantis mm-hmm. to get in trouble. Okay. Why is he? Because he um, he thanked Biden for getting such a fast response. Of the help to the state. And you're not supposed to do that when you're Trump's boy. You're not supposed to do that. But I think uh, Rubio did the same thing, didn't he? Mm-hmm. And Rubio's going to get in a lot of trouble because Rubio is one of the lap dogs. And then in return, Biden thanked them for, you know, hey, we got you what you need. You used it what it was for. You got everything. We just sent you the help. Y'all the one organized it and got it where it needed to go. So... There was a lot of back and forth between the two there, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. But it sucks that it takes something like that to get people to figure out how to work together on shit. Oh, I know. Oh, excuse me. Like, we don't like you, we're not going to work with you, but, you know, if we kill some people first, then maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We've got CeCe's Pizza that we're moving out of the way, so bear with us a second. So what I'm hearing is if I just start committing... Definitely not domestic terrorism. It'll get people to work together, right? Uh, I'm not not saying that. <laughs> I mean, you got to think before this, the last time the parties worked together on anything was 9-11. Mm-hmm. Pretty There's close. absolutely nothing to be worried about on September 27th, 2043 in uh, Times Square at exactly 9.07 p.m. <laughs> this isn't a warning from the future. I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, careful, man. The the guy that's claiming to be Q from QAnon is also saying that he is a time traveler and that he still gets messages from his future self about different things that are going on. Are they facts to himself from himself? And do I, they say things like at 8.15 in the morning, the coffee will be poisoned? Don't drink it. <laughs> so. Kind of along those lines, have any of you seen uh, the movie Tenet? I haven't, but I've heard it's good. We're I've heard it's a brain time buster. travel shenanigans where there will be stuff that's happening forward and backwards at the same time, and then main character ends up reversing himself somewhere throughout the movie, and you get to see like several other sequences that you've already seen just backwards. Backwards. Oh, cool! I've heard it's a brain buster. You got to watch it at least twice before you get it. Oh yeah, the first time I watched the movie, I was just sitting there for the longest time, like, "What the hell that just was happened?" Going <laughs> and then I watched it the second time with like that prior knowledge. I'm like, "Okay, it makes a little more sense this time." Yeah, I want to watch it. What I, I think that was supposed to be uh, like the big movie of the season um, last year, right before COVID hit. I mean, it's a Christopher Nolan movie, so yeah, it was supposed to be huge, and hmm. it probably would have been huge had the Earth not shut down. Right. March the 13th. Um, we don't have much to talk about today. I'm so sorry. It's okay. We'll find rabbits along the way. We'll be fine. I'm sure we will. Well, well why don't you go ahead? You know, because well, that was kind of doom and gloom stuff. Let's talk about how you almost murdered your stepson. Damn it. That's true. <laughs> you knew that was coming up. Well, I did. <laughs> I did almost murder my stepson. So, 
Thursday night, I'm feeling a little <laughs> tired. So I decide I'm going to go to bed a little bit early. So I get in bed about 9 o'clock and I'm asleep. And Then the ring doorbell camera on my phone goes off about 11.40. And I didn't think anything of it because I'm used to it going off at random times. It's not a big deal. You know, Vaughn comes home at weird times during the day. Sometimes JP goes outside. It's, you know, it's normal. And then about a minute or so later, I hear Life 360 giving me that little tone that means either somebody has left home or somebody is coming home. I'm not sure which because it's the same tone for both. And I'm thinking, okay, not a big deal. Vaughn's coming home. And then I got to thinking about it and I was like, wait a second. If he was coming home, I would have heard Life 360 first and then heard the tones. And you would have heard also, my truck. Also, I have not heard his truck come in, and he's got a loud truck, and so that doesn't make any sense. So well, it's look, not loud. But it's loud enough that it wakes me up when oh, you come okay. in. And so I looked out the blinds into the carport. There's no truck there. My car's there, but there's no truck there. So I'm like, okay, that's not good. So I looked on Life360 to figure out what was going on, and it shows JP is not at home anymore. And I went... What? Going down the highway. Going down the highway at 55 miles an hour. And I went, what? What? And so then I tried to call JP. And he did not answer his phone. And then I sent him a text. He did not answer his text. And then you called me. And then me. I tried to call Vaughn. And he did not answer. And so at 12 o'clock at night, I'm freaking panicking at this point because I do not know where my son has gone. You're getting up and ready to get dressed and um, call the police and tell them that you're following somebody that kidnapped your kid on Life 360. And oh, my gosh. I was, I was, my next phone call was going to be to the cops. And I was going to be like, all right, you need to meet me here because that's where I'm headed because that's who's got my kid. And then I thought, I was like, wait a second. Maybe Kimmy's up. So I ran down to Kimmy's room. Of course not. Yeah, well, I didn't know if you were going to be up or not. But uh, so it it turns out he was awake. And I said, do you know where Burger went? And Kimmy just laughed at me and said, oh, Alex came over. They went to go get get a milkshake. milkshake. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So she's about ready to pull out an Amber Alert on Alex's car. Kidnapped child from (laughs) East Texas. So a flip perspective at this point. I'm sitting in the drive-thru with JP in the passenger seat. We're just having a nice little conversation. I was asking him a few things about the synesthesia stuff. Had him listening to a few different songs just to be like, ah, hey, see if there's a song in a language you don't understand, does it elicit a response? Right. And my phone is Bluetooth connected to my car, and there on the dash it has like a little display screen where if I get like a text message, it will pop up and say, hey, text message from this person. So we're sitting in the drive-thru at Whataburger, and I suddenly see text message from Cricket. And I'm like, oh shit. And I immediately <laughs> turn my head enough to where like my hair like moved after my head did. <laughs> Look JP straight in the eyes. I said, you didn't fucking tell her, did you? And he then I like, saw his nope. eyes widen. And he was like, <gasps> and then he immediately opened up his phone. <laughs> So I'm sitting here thinking, oh my god, if she had actually called the cops, and I'm just rolling down the highway, none the wiser, because I made the stupid assumption that he would have told his mother where he was going before leaving the house. He's rolling down the highway, and then he pulled over by the cops for some reason. I'm like, what the hell's going on? No. But you had one thing going for you, though. You're white. At least they wouldn't have shot you. I don't know. It was kind of dark, and I was wearing dark clothes. <laughs> Cops tend to shoot black people a lot quicker. I would have like stepped out of the car and would have been like, "What the hell is going on? Did you kidnap that kid? No, that's my brother." <laughs> yeah, we literally have the same last name. And then JP would probably speak up and be like, "I have never seen this person in my life." <laughs> he would have probably gotten out of the car. Help! 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 He took me! Took me! Help! See, and at that point, if you did do that, I was going to give them a reason to put me behind bars. <laughs> Kill me, little shit. Like, shit, if they're already going to book me for that, fuck it, go all the way. Body slam an 11-year-old. Just... I'll kick the shit out of a person small than me. I don't give a fuck. I'll punch a bee. I don't care. These hands are ready to eat for everyone. <laughs> Yeah, Kimmy gets on to me when I make that joke. He said it's not funny. Oh, it's actually hilarious. I'm a delight. 
The one about these hands being rated E for everyone. Yo, oh, you think it's an old person joke? <laughs> well, it's not. Okay, Zoomer. Kimmy is being very quiet. He's actually speaking. Hey, He's so just being that, very, that very quiet. Brought up a question I heard on like Generation Z. What's the next one going to be? Alpha. It's already out. So why do they get? Why do they get to be alpha? No, we like to call it doomed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. But it is. It's Generation Alpha. Wouldn't so. it be like Alpha 2? Or Alpha 3? Or Alpha 4? I mean... Well, I don't know why they started out with the Gen X, Gen Y, and Gen Z. With the... Because with the, they, they saw they, where they everything was going. They figured this is the end of time anyway. It's got to so. be the end of it, yeah. They could have just... But like, before that, they didn't. They weren't going through the alphabet. Yeah, they should have just started from A all the way to Z instead of just, you know, starting it... Um, the one, um, the one before. Okay, see, we're we're Generation X, and the one before us was um, the Boomers. The Boomers, and the one before us was the Lost Generation. Um, they're the ones that had kids during the war, and then I don't know what the ones were before that. And then after you guys starts getting into millennial territory. Well, Generation, uh, I'll say, is Gen X, Gen Y is millennials, and Gen Z is Zoomers. Um, and I'm kind of like in a weird little gray area in between two, but obviously I fit more into one than the other. But well, I think everyone's stupid anyway, so it's not like it matters. Well, see, I'm I'm technically Gen X because I was born in 1980, and the cutoff is 1980 for Gen X. But I feel more comfortable relating with millennials. So where's the cutoff for Z? I, um, I don't know the specific date for that. Okay, millennials is okay. Millennials is Captain America. To, to Spider-Man. That's the that's the age range between it's, it's Chris Evans Chris Evans to Tom Holland is millennials. Speaking of of those types of people, did we talk we didn't have a podcast last week, did we? No, we didn't. Talk about the story that you you showed me, the screenshot of about the little kid basically frustrating the teacher. Because he kept coming to school in his Superman clothes. Okay, so this kid kept coming to school in his Superman you heard clothes. This yet? No, this is and great. the teacher said, "Well, you know what? Why do you wear your Superman clothes?" And he, he goes, "Because I like Superman. Because Superman's my uncle." My uncle is Superman. My uncle is Superman, and they're like, "No, he's not. No, your uncle's not Superman. Superman's a fictional character." He's like, "No, Superman is my uncle." Well, he he said this for several days, and the teachers got really frustrated with him because they were trying to not. Snap back to reality, kid. Yeah, yeah. They, they didn't want him to live in a fantasy world and, and you know, have, have issues come out of that. Wake so up. they sent him to the school counselor and he kept he's, he kept telling his story. My uncle is Superman. Like I don't want you I don't know what you want me to say, my uncle is Superman. And so a few days after that they got uh, they got his mom involved and she just laughed and she's like, I'll take care of it, don't worry. So then she had her brother take his nephew to school the next day. Her brother, brother? is is Henry Cavill. So you see this picture of Henry Cavill walking his kid into school. And the kid's got a little Superman shirt on. Imagine the looks on the teacher's Can you imagine faces. that? The teacher's like, oh, well, fuck me. Okay. <laughs> Here we were trying to get this kid to go to therapy, and he was telling the truth all along. Right? <laughs> so I, I really like Henry Cavill just because of that simple fact. Like, he, they were talking about how he... For some movie, he missed an audition because he didn't want to leave his uh, World of Warcraft session. Yeah. I mean, hey, you, don't, a, you don't leave your people in the middle of a raid. That's just... He, yeah, he was in the middle of a session, so he would not leave to go to the... <laughs> and they said his, like, uh, what's the person helping help him find work? His uh, agent? Yeah. Was, like, pissed at him for not going to the audition. <laughs> well, Henry Cavill is a certified nerd. He has played all of the Witcher games. He, he plays Xbox... He builds computers. Mm-hmm. He goes to like Comic Cons and stuff. He is a straight up nerd. I love it. But he, but he, to have somebody like him play somebody like The Witcher is perfect because he actually understands and cares about the source material. Oh yeah, he has a connection with the character because you know he's played all the games. He understands. He's been on that journey with the character from start yeah. to finish. And that little thirst trap scene where he's in the bathtub. 
he was like anxious to do that one, but <laughs> he knew he had to get it right because if he didn't, it was going to be yeah. hell to pay. Yeah. <laughs> when is the when is the the second season of The Witcher coming out? It should oh, be pretty soon, isn't it? Well, I'm keep talking, and I'll look it up. Yeah, we'll look that up. Don't uh, forget, toss a coin to your Witcher. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, ye of plenty, or however oh, valley it goes. Of plenty. Valley of plenty. That's it. It's been a while. I need to watch it again. I actually haven't watched it. To be oh, honest. it's so good. It is really, really good. There's stuff that they've lifted directly out of the games. Yeah, like I haven't fully finished The Witcher three. So I kind of feel obligated to at least finish the game first before I go and watch it. That way I can go and shit on the TV show if I don't like it. I can be like, ah, I've been through the source. Uh, well, we can't forget about the novels, too. It doesn't yeah. give an exact, but it said it will be out in 2021. Looking like it'll probably be sometime in the last three months of this year. Okay. Well, I know they had uh, finished shooting uh, about a month ago, so that's not that's not too bad. They actually got it shot very fairly quickly because it was supposed to come out at the beginning of 2021, but then COVID happened and they weren't able to shoot anything in 2020. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they finished shooting on April 2nd because he took a picture. Yeah. You know what freaks me out is the fact that the um, the Tiger King happened in February of 2020. Did it? Mm-hmm. Everybody was going nuts for that documentary in February of 2020. That seems like a million years ago, doesn't it? Time is an illusion. Time is an illusion. Time uh, is a construct. I'm really happy because uh, the further we get into this year, uh, the closer the last big update for Terraria is... So there's a big update coming for Terraria? Mm-hmm. It's going to be the last big update. Didn't cool. they already actually get the big update out on PC? That, it's just having yep. to roll out on like console platforms? Yep, it's going to be coming out on October 23rd, I think. Do you have that game like downloaded on your Xbox? Mm-hmm. I was wondering because I found a disc for it. Hmm. It's an Xbox One game disc for it, Terraria. Hmm. See, every single day I spend in 2021, I get one step closer to 2022 and the release of Breath of the Wild 2. <laughs> that game releases, I will disappear off the face of the earth for at least two weeks. That's why he has not played the first Breath of the Wild. You should do it. No, I know. he really shouldn't. Yes, he should. he will get nothing done for a year. Because that's all he'll do. Every time a new Zelda game has come out, that's been like... Mm, I, I will tell you, it's not a traditional Zelda no, we, game. No, we've got Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I, I know you guys have yeah. because I remember before I got it myself you played whenever it Christmas here. World run, I played it at your guys' house. Yeah. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> I, I got the game along with the Switch and that is all I did for the entire rest of like my Christmas break. <laughs> and then I went back to school and they were like, hey, what'd you do? And I was like, Zelda. It's like, that's literally all I did. I ate, I slept, I played Zelda. And I practiced the hell out of all my parries so that I could restart the game and fight Ganon while butt naked and beat him to death with a <laughs> stick. <laughs> and by God, I did it. <laughs> Took a few tries, but I, I got there. But no, really hot for Breath of the Wild too, just because there's a lot of fan theories and stuff going around where you may potentially be able to play as Zelda. Simply oh, because cool. in the initial trailer that they had like forever ago at one of the E3s, uh, Zelda actually had a shorter hairstyle. And some people are thinking that may end up have been a design choice to make it towards easier to animate the hair like whenever they're running around. Mm-hmm. But then whenever this more recent E3, they released another promotional video for it. And it showed like Zelda falling down into a pit or something. But people are thinking, okay, they may just end up going with that. And okay, now you're laying, just go about your business. Or it may be a matter of some stuff is going down, freeze frame, pick which one you want to play as, Ooh. you play as the other. I think that would be really fucking cool. That would be really cool. Obviously, my first playthrough would be I'm going to play as Link because I mean, canonically, have to play as Link. he's the bro that I've been with for years. <laughs> then I will go back through and play Zelda instead and just basically kick everything's ass because I already know where well, everything I is. I wonder if they'll do like. Um, 
where there's like certain parts they caught they force you to switch characters and play as a different character because they like they did that in one of the Devil May Cry games. You had mm-hmm. to play as Nero in some parts, and you had to play as Dante in others. Um, that old game that we used to play, Ratchet and Clank. Oh yeah, there they was some you, you made you had to play certain parts of levels as Clank, and then the other parts you had to play as Ratchet to get through to the end. Yeah, that is a potential possibility because like the newer trailer that they released it has like Hyrule Castle starting to float off into the sky and then a lot of the sequences shows like Link falling from the clouds and like seeing all these floating islands and people are like, yo, we may be able to revisit Skyloft, which was from Breath of the Wild Skyward Sword. So Mm -hmm. there may be like a disconnect between the area above the clouds and then surface. So we don't really know. Like I'm just nerding out over here every (laughs) single time I see anything about it. I remember getting the notification from YouTube saying, hey, this happened, and I, like, stopped everything I was doing to go watch it. And I just sat there, I was like, Because oh. <laughs> I, I probably have, like, 1,500 hours in Breath of the Wild. Oh, crap. That, that's not surprising. Like, I get a couple hundred hours at least every single playthrough that I've done, and I have 100% in all of them. And I've done, like, seven. I'm on my eighth run through. Mm-hmm. That's too much. Yeah. That's like treating it like a job. <laughs> well, that's kind of how I did whenever... Well, granted, I had a lot more time back in high school. This eighth yeah. playthrough has been taking me a lot longer. When the other guys got me going with them on Borderlands 2. <laughs> that game is so much fun. I love that game. Yeah, I don't think there's a game that you found that you liked as much as, as Borderlands I mean, it just sucked. It had such a high hope for Borderlands 3, but it just sucks because, like, every time you find something that worked really good, they're like, okay, well, we're going to make it to where you can't do that no more. Yeah. Right? Now we found this other build. Let's use it. Oh, no, that's doing too good. We're going to take it to, we're going to, we're going to nerf that so you can't use that anymore either. And you're trying to be like, well, screw it. What's the point of going through and taking the time to figure out good builds if every time you do, they're like, Oh, no, that, that's too powerful. We're going to buff that. We're going to nerf that one, too. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, oh, you know what? Screw it. I ain't playing this shit no more. I don't think we I've played it We work great together. Much. Like two peas in a pod. Like two cannibal midgets in a fat man's rib cage. <laughs> and so it was just, it got too annoying. Spending that time and then just taking it all your work, basically taking all your work and your grind away from you. Yeah. <coughs> well, there's nothing more frustrating in a game that that makes it not worth your while. Well, that's like the reason why we quit playing hardly any. We hardly ever play Warzone anymore. Mm-hmm. There's so many freaking people hacking in it. I mean, they're finally putting stuff in to try to get rid of all that, but it's still bad. So it's like pointless to play. Well, because one of the big main reasons is whenever you make something free to play, there's not much keeping people from just making alternate accounts. Yeah. Which is why I think they should add some sort of like two factor authentication because then, oh, you're limited to a phone number or. Mm-hmm an email and then they would have to go through the process of making like a throwaway email but at that point honestly I would just say like a phone number maybe because oh some people may be like oh well what if I'm younger and I don't have a phone or something like that well I mean you shouldn't be playing Call of Duty in the first place right but, you if know. you're too young to have a phone you're too young to be playing this game right yeah there was a dude who went back to playing Call of Duty Black Ops 2 mm-hmm. and he spawned in and instantly got killed by a dude who was hacking. Well, granted, those he basically are like, was flying and going through walls. <laughs> yeah, those are like older 360 servers, though, so that's just kind of to be expected on those games. As long as you don't, like, mess around too much, like, most of the time they won't mess with you. They'll, like, do it maybe for a round or two, and then they'll stop just because, you know, they had their fun, they made people mad. But I still love going back in Black Ops 2 uh, search and destroy lobbies. And then just, if you ninja defuse or something like that, everybody's still, like, <laughs> screaming in the mic like back in the old days. It's so great. Love seeing the videos where people will be like, oh, I guess I got a new gaming chair, and he'll have, like, some little random automatic pistol. He's on Nuketown, he starts the free-for-all, and then he just starts pulling the trigger, and the, <laughs> the aim is, like, going all over the place, and you just see, like, constant kill feed going. Messed <laughs> <laughs> up. You got like a hundred kills in twenty seconds. Okay, so hang on, we talked about that. What's next on the agenda? Where, where are we going to get to a rabbit next time? Uh, we're talking. Well, we're doing fireworks tonight. Yeah. A day early, but uh, I mean, 
we have to a day yeah. early. We'll talk about that in a second. I'll be at work tomorrow night, and you'll be gone. So yeah. Well, we're doing fireworks tonight. We got a big show. We're gonna scare the dogs good and proper. I'm just curious to see if Dante figures out how to get in the front yard again. Wait, he ended up getting into. He got into the front yard year? somehow, and we—I still don't know how he got. He pushed through something. No, I don't. I don't remember. He got freaked out last year and had to come find Daddy. And he found him and stayed right beside him. Yeah, wouldn't leave me. Wouldn't leave. Well, he became so afraid that he used his bonus action to cast Misty Step, teleporting to a space 30 feet that he can see. Either that or he got something where he could activate spring legs and jump the fence or something. I don't know. Something. But we're having we're having fireworks on the 3rd, which is going to confuse the neighbors. Because no, because I've been seeing people shoot fireworks off all week. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be, I'm packing up this weekend because I'm leaving to go to Arkansas tomorrow to start my new job on Monday or my new, I guess not my new job, but like my new promotion within the job that I already have. Technically a new job. Technically. It's, it's a new, it's a new function of my job. Cause I actually got really, really sad on Friday because I was leaving my home branch and I, th- I thought I was going to cry, cried for a minute on the way home. Just because I w- was. I know. But I was I was very sad to, to leave my buddy, to leave my branch manager. He and I were a good team. And uh, I, don't, I don't know what's going to happen to one guy. I've got I've to find out because he, uh, he wrecked the Escalade this last week. Oh, yeah, that was an interesting enough story. Yeah. So we had one of our auto detailers says he was driving 20 miles an hour on this little tiny road that we take to get our oil changed, uh, to get to the place where we get the oil changed in the cars. And he went off the road and totaled out the Escalade, which is the only Escalade in our fleet, which was just lovely. Yes, that's a very expensive, very high-dollar car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Cadillac. Yeah, you're paying for the name there. But, uh, so he totals out a Cadillac in the ditch and, uh, you know, says he was driving 20 miles an hour and that the, the car jerked by itself, but everybody who saw the wreck was like, no, nah, he was just driving way too fast. Yeah. That, too, and then you say that where his bumper hit the tree, it was like... Off down the hill a little bit was like four foot up the tree which yep. if he was only going 20 he would have hit the bottom of that tree he wouldn't exactly. have went airborne like he that. would he would have kind of rolled into the ditch he wouldn't have flown into the ditch right. and he said numerous times that he thought he was going to die at 20 miles an hour you don't think you're going to die yeah not when you're used to driving 50 and 60 on roads like that you're thinking if he's doing 20 he'd be like man i'm there I'm never going to get there. Yeah, I know. And this guy was known for driving way too fast in our cars. And so we'll just, we'll have to see. Because uh, the guy that does the oil changes, did I tell you this? When he found out that, that the Escalade had been had been wrecked by this guy, yeah, he's like, he oh, so you mean NASCAR actually wrecked one? Yeah. NASCAR finally wrecked one is what he said. So everybody knows that this guy is like a menace on the roads. He's so, like, this isn't my car. I'm going to try something I saw in Fast and Furious. Yeah. yeah. How do you drift again? Proceeds to crash. Try something I saw in a cartoon once. <laughs> so. This isn't Forza. You can't press Y to rewind. <laughs> <laughs> so that happened at work this week. And then my last day at the, um, at the little office I was working at. I'm not going to miss that branch just because I'm not going to miss the drive to get there. But I'm going to miss the branch, and then I'm going to miss the people that are there. Because yeah. we, had, we had a really, really good team. Yeah. I mean, it seems like y'all did work really well together. I mean, y'all did a lot of good stuff there. So Yeah. And I'll just uh, – his, his name's Miguel, and uh, he, was, he was my work husband, and I was his work wife. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we just – you know, he, he was one of those guys that um, – What's the what's the word I'm looking for? He's always very approachable, as a as a boss, extremely approachable, and I really liked working for him. So I'm I'm sad that that chapter is over, but I'm very excited about the new chapter because I start on Monday and I'm going to be a fleet supervisor for an airport, 
And if I ever decide um, to go do something else with another company, making a lot more money, having fleet supervisor for the company I work for on my resume, I can pretty much write my ticket. So I just have to last a couple of years as fleet supervisor working for these guys. The guy that had the job before me went to Amazon as their fleet supervisor, and he is making a crap ton of money. Wouldn't recommend Amazon, though, just because all the Amazon horror is, stories of working there. Amazon Granted, is if you're like higher Monsanto. up, it's probably not too bad. Yeah. yeah. But. Hey, she's, she's just, the way I see it, she is one step closer to sugar mama status. That's right. That's the goal. Shit, become a stay-at-home dad, huh? Yeah. That's my goal. I want him to be my stay-at-home bitch. And I've already said if she makes enough money for both of us, I will be her stay-at-home bitch. <laughs> I will never have to cook a meal or or shut up. I mean, don't have um. to twist your arm to get you to clean, huh? <laughs> I mean, if I want to cook like you, I mean, all I got to do is just make sure I have all the food apps on my phone. Well, that's cooking. That's putting forth effort. Don't judge me. At least you got food in your stomach. That's true. <laughs> Luckily, not as much as I had in there yesterday, though. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God, man. I was miserable when we left that place. Okay, so I'm leaving Sunday, and my one request was that while I'm still here, I want to go eat at Tijuanitas for one last time. And so we went to Tijuanitas, and we ate so much food. Oh, my gosh. I got the filet again, and it was just as good this time as it was last time. It just melted. Like, I've never had a steak melt in your mouth. But that and what was cool was that the girl that was our waitress the last time that we went... The time before last. Or the time before that had gotten promoted because when we came in, you asked for her specifically. I did. Cause they I said, well, she's not a server anymore. She, She's a uh, supervisor now. Mm-hmm. And they're like, so they still put us in a room and they made sure that she came by and saw us at the table and talked to us to the point where I actually think it made our actual waiter kind of nervous that his boss was like very... Invested in our table, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were asking something about the food, and he's like, uh, "Let me go ask her." I'm like, "Dude, you're you're the waiter. Why don't you just go check on?" <laughs> Every single time I saw that guy walk by, he always had like this nervous look in his eyes, and nervous. every single time he smiled, you, you could tell it was just a little bit forced because he was afraid. Yeah, he was, and and that makes me feel kind of sad because you know somebody's going to come in there and ask for the manager and is going to be a total asshole yeah. to the waiter. Like they, because asking they want for the, the manager, manager before yeah. you ever even sit down. But the whole reason we were asking for the manager is just because she was so wonderful cooking that steak the last time. But we weren't asking for the manager. Well, I, I wasn't asking for the manager. I was asking for Bailey. I was like, is uh, uh, Bailey available because I want her to cook my steak. Yeah. And she did, and they cooked it just right. So, yeah. But yeah. we we left that waiter a really good tip, so I'm hoping that his nervousness went away. Yeah, yeah. And the two of them decided they were going to be drinking, so they gave me the truck keys ahead of time so I could handle that. Let him go ahead and drive there to make sure he could drive back. And we were a little worried because we just got the truck out of the shop, and we didn't want Alex to wreck it while we were. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's... I did well enough. I drove careful. You did. You did. You did such a good job. I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy to get my truck back from the shop. You laughed at me because I told her. I, she says it looked good. Are you glad to have it back? And I said I ain't gonna lie. I said I got a little teary eyed when I saw her <laughs> when I when I heard her pulling up. And I, we made eye contact. You know. <laughs> She told me she missed me. Uh-huh. Everything was nice. Did we talk about it on the podcast? Because we... we didn't I don't get... know. We, I fucked up the truck. Went in the shop. We finally got it back after two or three weeks. And took that crappy rental truck back that they had me in. <laughs> it does pay to work for a rental company. Because there's no way we would have gotten a vehicle that that quickly had I not... No. Had I not worked where I work. There's no way. But even the people at the shop are like, How did he get a truck? Well, his wife works there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I and I sent them I sent them some cupcakes Friday. I didn't hear anything back from them, but I did send them. Oh, good deal. I did send them. Uh, the uh, the place here in town that that actually did the work on the truck. Um, I went ahead and sent them over an assortment of cupcakes as a thank you for doing so well on the truck. <laughs> yeah, because they did. It's, they did do a good job. They look brand new. Yeah. As if nothing had ever happened. And <laughs> I saw the pictures of what it looked like. <laughs> they fixed that wheel. Uh, so so Vaughn's truck, the, somebody backed into the wheel on, on the, the front the, passenger side yeah, and messed the up wheel. the chrome on it. And uh, 
I guess they thought that that was part of what was wrong with the truck. Well, she took the insurance lady took a picture of it. Yeah, and so they ended up replacing that wheel, and it had nothing to do with with the hey, damage you caused. It got fixed, so there we go. <laughs> don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, it That's got right. fixed. I'm house happy. So I it, told her I think they had it running for the air conditioner purposes quite a lot. <laughs> Because my average mile per gallon was, I keep it around 18. And when I got my truck back from the shop, it was at 15.2. And I went, what the fuck happened? <laughs> but, you know, they cleaned out the outside. They cleaned out the inside. They, I picked it up with a full tank of fuel. So I don't give a shit what they did. Yeah. And they did a really good job on the truck. So we're, we're super excited about that. I mean, they did a good job. The insurance company did their part the way they should have. The adjuster did a really good job. It was it was, a, it was actually a really good experience, except for the fact it just took longer because they were waiting on parts. It took about three weeks. It took about three weeks. But I have got to say, the Geico adjuster that we used made the process so easy. Because um, every time, I would, because I, I, would, I would call the body shop every couple of days. Hey, what's an update on the truck? What's an update on the truck? You know, and they would tell me, hey, well, we thought it was going to be ready on Monday, but it's not going to be ready till Wednesday. So I would text the adjuster and tell her, hey, you know, they said that uh, they said the truck's not going to be ready for another three days. Can you go ahead and extend that rental for me? And within 10 minutes, she would have it done. Now, dealing yeah, swift. Yeah, well, yeah. dealing with the adjusters that I have to deal with on a daily basis working for who I work for, none of them do that. You try to get in touch with adjusters, it is hard to reach them. They don't ever call back, and when you need them to extend rentals so that you can stay in that car for as long as you need it, they don't ever they're not ever as reachable as this lady was. And so, I have not got a survey from, from Geico, but I'm going to get in touch with somebody and let them know that she was awesome. Yeah. Like, give this woman a raise, because whatever you're paying her, it isn't enough. It's not enough. Or hostile hers, and you put on there, if you do training classes, it would do your business well to have her run those training classes. Yes, absolutely. Let her teach them. Well, I want to talk about something that's kind of bad that's been going on. Um, what, the Free Britney? Well, that and the and the the free Bill Cosby crap, because the universe heard us say free, but forgot the last word was Brittany and not Bill and not Bill, and released the wrong one. Because Britney Spears is stuck in a conservatorship that she's been in for thirteen years. Um, it's a conservatorship that they use for people um, who don't have control of their mental facilities. This clearly does not represent her. She had a breakdown one time. If Lindsay Lohan, who tried to kidnap a little brown child, can run her own finances, then Brittany can run her own finances. Because Lindsay Lohan has done so much worse than Brittany ever thought about doing. And just all the crap that came out in court about what her father is doing to her is awful. He is, he is not letting her choose her own reproductive health. He's forcing her to wear an IUD. She can't. Uh, it's it's a it's a birth control a device. No, shut up. <laughs> no shit for brain. No birth control device. <laughs> um, Sorry, Deadpool quote. I mean, I could do the same thing. Probably um, a bit more violently. <laughs> but she can't get married. She can't have any more kids. She doesn't have any control over her own money. He sent her to a therapist that he picked out, and when the when the therapist was abusive to her, and she left the building crying, her dad made sure there were paparazzi there to take pictures of it, so he could profit off the pictures. Um, he forces her to work. Uh, that whole thing in Vegas, the the show that she does in Vegas, is his doing, and uh, she's not allowed to take sick days. She was up there on stage with a 104 degree temperature one time because he, he wouldn't let her take the day off. Somebody just needs to just drag him off and beat the shit out of him. Yeah. It's like I was seeing, I, after that story broke, I was seeing a lot of stuff on Facebook that was like, good morning to everybody except for, Drake, for uh, Britney Spears' dad. Say, hey, Britney, if you, if you, you know, you want to be my sugar mom, I'll, I'll take care of them for you. <laughs> and what, what pisses me off is that the judge. Okay, so all of the attorneys Brittany is paying for. Brittany is paying for her own attorneys who are picked out by her father. And she's also paying for her father's attorneys who are arguing against her. What? Yeah, she's paying for all the legal fees. 
She's paying all of them a salary. She has no control over any of this, and, and her dad is the one writing the checks because he has the, the conservatorship, right? And the none of, nobody is on Brittany's side in this. And she had no clue for 13 years that she could even petition for the, for the conservatorship to go away. She had no idea. So this is the first time she's ever done it, and the judge denied her request. And she just needs to say, you know what, fuck it, I quit. What are you going to do? Well, the last time she tried to quit and tried to stand up for herself and advocate for herself, they threw her in a mental facility and made her, made her take lithium. Lithium is a really hardcore drug that you use for people who can't control themselves. And all she did was at a rehearsal say, I don't want to do this. And they threw her in a mental facility. They're abusing that woman. How are they even getting away with it? Uh, legal loopholes and crooked lawyers. That's how they're getting away with it. And you can find and, crooked lawyers when you got enough money <clears throat> to pay them. Yep. And she's having to pay for people to argue against her. She pays all of it. And um, so all of that crap is happening. While at the same time, Bill Cosby, who is a convicted sexual predator and admitted in court that he drugged and raped women, got let out on a technicality. So, the universe is chaos, and there is no justice in the world. So now that I've brought everybody down, let's talk about something happy. Anything. Come up with something. Oh, it's not Pride Month anymore. As soon as that happened, there's a, there's a game... So I play and as soon as it was over, like the very minute, they took everything Pride down. Yeah. Well, it's not Gay Pride Month anymore. It's July. It's Gay Wrath Month. And then we're going to go through all the rest of the seven deadly sins. <laughs> we're going to have Gay Sloth Month and Gay Anger Month. Well, if Gay Sloth Month means you just stay at home and don't do anything for a month, hi for a month. <laughs> I saw that Michael's that, that I will sparkle for a month. By golly, I saw the office <laughs> thing uh, where that showed the one that the one that shows uh, Pam talking to to Michael about her mother, and she's like, "Stop dating my mother!" And then he's like, "I'm gonna date, date her even, even harder. harder." Well, it was another one. It, it was one of the caption was her saying, "Stop celebrating pride." And he's like, "I'm gonna be gay even harder." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, people are basically <laughs> celebrating. Uh, Pride Month being over. Oh, I know. Bunch of hateful people. That's okay. They can just go be hateful on their own time. Yeah, and it just really annoys me that people are celebrating that Pride Month. So and they just need to say, you know what? We're not having Pride Month. We're having Pride Year. That's right. And just keep it going. And people are saying that, like, the military only has a day or something like that. But, but they, they don't. they actually have, like, three years or something. Yeah, but where's my gay pride discount at months. Cracker Barrel? That's what I want to know. You want to put me in the same category with the with the military? Where's my gay pride discount? Yeah, people are real. People are saying that they're annoyed because uh, veterans only get one day, but uh, people in the LGBTQ community get a whole month, even though that's because people in the military are celebrated daily. They're celebrated day. They and there's a, there's a military. There's a Veterans Month. There's a month for veterans. Actually, there's like three months. Yeah. Yeah, there's several. And they and they they get like Memorial Day and they get Labor Day and you know they there's there's a bunch of veterans holidays. <laughs> I don't think they're being left out here. Every single year is basically. I mean, if you want to talk about weird timing stuff, I mean, look at. Uh... African American History Month, and they pick the shortest month out of pick the year. Pick the shortest month out of the year. Like we'll give you a month, but it's not going to be a full month. I never forget when I was. Maybe every four years we'll give you an extra day. <laughs> when I was joking with a, a close friend of mine, he was bragging about uh, Black History Month. I said that didn't piss you off. He's like, "What are you talking about, man?" I was like, "Come on, dude. Who gave y'all the ability to have Black History Month? White people, right?" Well, yeah, it's because, but we earned it. I was like, okay, but think about it. Every month of the year has got 30 or 31 days. They give you all the one with 28. And every four years, they'll be nice and give you a month with 29 days. And he's like, man, 
No, bro, that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I was it like, is, well, I kind of told you. <laughs> but isn't it mostly because in uh, MLK's birthday's in February, or and that's when the something like that, yeah. There's more to it than just they picked the shortest month. Yeah, it, it, it was. I mean, there's probably was a little bit of that. The emancipation thing was signed in February, wasn't it? Something like that, yeah. I think it was signed in February, so I think that's why they go back to it as February. <laughs> emancipation proclamation. And then Juneteenth coming along a couple of months later. Because that's when everybody in Texas found out about it. No. A couple of years later. Two and a half years later. Yeah. Is when the Union people from the Union showed up down in Galveston and told the Texans, like, Hey, uh, why y'all still got slaves? Well, And they're like, shh, we hadn't told them yet. You, uh, you heard about them getting all pissy about uh, making Juneteenth a national holiday. Yeah. Uh, because they're, because July 4th is coming right after Juneteenth. It's within a month, and people might be confused and not want to celebrate that many holidays all that close together. So I'm thinking, are we now going to cancel Thanksgiving, Christmas, and, and New, New Year's, Year's? Because they're all within a month of each other. So yeah. clearly people can multitask. What was it? Mississippi said that they were going to celebrate Juneteenth along with the Confederate uh, Army soul, or I don't know what position he had in the general, mm-hmm. Robert E. Lee. General Robert E. Lee. Yeah, he's the guy that, that led the Union troops, I mean the uh, Confederate. Confederate troops. We just need to call it what it was, okay? It was not a war of northern aggression. It was not the South will rise again. It was not states' rights. This was seditious states fighting against the United States. A seditious country fighting against the United States. And they lost. The United States won. They were fighting for their right to keep slaves. We need to call it what it is. It was a losing, seditious battle and it wasn't north versus south because there were a lot of people in the north who had sympathies with the slave states and there were a lot of people in the south who had sympathies with the northern states you had brothers that would fight on opposite sides of the war from each other okay so it wasn't like the mason dixon line and everybody down here was fighting for the south and everybody up here was fighting for the north there were people in the confederate states who were still United, United States citizens and fighting for the United States. So it was a whole lot more complicated than people make it out to be. And I think people don't realize that. Imagine getting forced into a war you don't believe in. That happened to... Um, oh gosh, what was that guy's name? He was a, a, he was a Quaker in World War II. Um, oh my gosh, what was his name? Was he a Quaker? Uh, anyway, he was a pacifist. But he went to war, and he ended up being like a decorated military veteran because he saved so many of his people from his own troop. But um, never fired a weapon, never killed a man, because he was a pacifist. He didn't believe in war. But he, he got drafted, and so he had to go. And he ended up like saving a whole bunch. Oh, oh my gosh, what was that guy's name? Um, I can't wait for World War Three to kick off and I get forced into the military. Start three sixty no scoping people. Uh, have all people kind of running around going pew 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 pew. pew. Every time they shoot a gun, <laughs> bro, get a first class ticket to post traumatic stress disorder. Oh my gosh, I cannot remember him. Um, I can't remember what it. Or was he in? The, was he in the was, Vietnam War? Um, these people were fighting against orcs or something. What? It's not like real life. I can't remember what it was from. That I heard. Well, obviously not real life. You said orcs. I know. I think it was. I I honestly can't remember. But is there such a thing as a pacifist orc? Is that what you're talking about? I was only half listening to you. These people were uh, like this military was fighting against orcs, and they were ending or they ran out of ammo, um. So they 
so they uh, did finger guns and started. Oh, like, like, I know what you're talking bang, about. Bang, 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 or some noise uh, that this... the orcs thought were gunshots, so they just oh my... fell over okay. dying. Yeah, this has to do with uh, Warhammer, the Warhammer universe. Okay. Um, it's basically like imagine sort of something similar to D and D, but like big space galactic type shit. Okay. In this universe, orcs are like reality warping psychics, mm-hmm. but they're too stupid to understand it. <laughs> Anything so, they want. Yeah, so like if, if they collectively believe it, it will happen. So oh because gosh. they don't have knowledge of how space works and they don't know that organic creatures cannot breathe in deep space, they do not suffocate in space. <laughs> they collectively so they don't sit- suffocate in space because they're too stupid to know that they, that they will. That they're yes. supposed to. Oh, God. And like they don't have actual proper ships, too. There will just be a bunch of them sitting on like an asteroid, and they collectively believe, ah, oh, yes, this is our ship. We can get around on this. And then it and happens. it flies. <laughs> so like, these space marines is like the bastion of humanity. Like They were fighting against this massive army of orcs, and they ended up running out of ammo. So they just sat there, pulled out their guns, and like kept aiming them at the orcs, and like making gunshot noises like, and because the orcs were like ah that's making gunshot noises they thought bullets were coming out so they actually died <laughs> the orcs also do not reproduce by normal means they just believe ah yes there are more orcs and then more orcs just disappear there they are oh my gosh. let's try that I believe that there's money in my room I really hope to. I believe that there's $50 billion in my bank account. <laughs> like that couple. Put in the bank? Yeah. Yeah, like, their weapons are so primitive. Like, it's just a bunch of shit thrown together. But, you know, because whenever they first started fighting against, like, the Space Marines and stuff, they see, like, these guns that they have, so they will just, like, pick up shit that's in the general shape of a gun, and they're like, yeah, this is a gun. <laughs> It's like, and then it shoots and then it's just a like a normal one. It's like, it's like uh, a really young child. Like, maybe five or six, I'd like to say, picking up a stick and like, huh, this is a gun. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> so they're magicians. Reality warping psychics. I like it. That's kind of crazy. It's funny, though. <laughs> Just because they're too stupid to know otherwise. <laughs> like, if they were actually intelligent, you would not be able to beat them. But... They're just too stupid to figure out their power. Just literal mob mentality. <laughs> so I wonder if they're like, wait a minute, this was a stick and now it's shooting bullets. How is that happening? They're too stupid they just to know. don't know it's a stick. They're too stupid to realize that, though. Yeah, they just pick it up and it is in a general shape of weapons that they see other people use. And they're like, yeah, this is probably a weapon. And then they're like, hey guys, is this a weapon? Everybody's like, yeah, that's a weapon. Turn, shoot, boom, laser. So what does it do? It shoots lasers. Cool. Hey, guys, look at this massive ballista I made. It's just like a log with a string on it. <laughs> <laughs> this log is now a bazooka. <laughs> with infinite <laughs> ammo and no reloads. Curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. Just turn into an orcapult. Like, if they just collectively... Orcapult? <laughs> yeah, orcs collect, just coming together to make the shape of a catapult to launch more orcs. <laughs> yeah, so if they just collectively believed that they were immortal one day, <laughs> tough shit. <laughs> That's kind of scary. <laughs> like, we will never die, and then they just don't die. Well, I'm immortal. Immortal until, until proven otherwise. Yeah, I'm immortal. I mean, I've never lived this long before. I mean, I'm going to live forever. So far, so good. I mean, I, I, I've, I've made it through some shit I probably shouldn't have, so mm-hmm. you know, there's a possibility there. Gosh. Well, we've made it almost... Of course, my, my, my knees thinks it thinks I, I died like six years ago. Yeah. Well, we've made we it almost to like an it. hour. Do you want to wind it down, or you got anything else you want to talk about? I don't know. Uh, we talked about moving... I am very nervous about moving. Because I'm living in a hotel for a week. And then I'm moving into the apartment on the 9th. So this may actually be the last podcast we do for a little while until we kind of get our shit together. Yeah. So if you don't hear from us, we're still here. We'll be back. We just got to get... Yes, they're all abandoning me. I won't be able to go for weekend visits anymore. 
Sure you can. Just come up for a couple. You'll, it, it'll take you four days. So you come up one day, and you stay for two days, and you go back on the fourth day. Easy. Yeah, I do realize how long it's going to have to be before I can actually have four days where I can just fuck off and do nothing. Because <laughs> college says no. <laughs> I've still got classes ahead of me, and I've got study abroad that I've got to start preparing for and making sure I'm ready. I know, I know. So you bitch and moan about us going to Arkansas and you going to Japan, so fuck you. Well, I'm going there to study and actually do classes. <laughs> he's going to be a very tall person in Japan. Because he's uh, taller than you. Yeah, I started talking to my professor one day. The same professor that I went and made the little edit of him in like the Supreme Drip and made it my Zoom background for the entire year. We got a massive cardboard cut out of that and he started telling me about that and how it scared the shit out of his wife because he just <laughs> left it sitting in the house one night. And we ended up getting on the topic of the study abroad and he said... Oh, yeah, you're going to stick out like a sore thumb. <laughs> Nothing is going to be built for someone of your height. There will be people looking at you probably all the time because you'll be taller than literally everyone else in the crowd. And you'll be taller than, like, the tallest person some of these people have probably ever seen in their life. Yeah. And will probably ever see in their life. And he said that just be glad that Japan has started, like, modernizing some of their more restroom amenities here lately because if I had gone to Japan, like, back in 1980, whenever he first went... Itty bitty little bathtubs that they use, and him who is he's like five six, already had his knees up to his chest. Oh my gosh! So me being like six thirty would not fit. Oh, you're definitely not six three anymore, kid. You sure? Oh yeah, because he's six three and you're taller than him. Really? Yeah. Are you sure he just hasn't shrunk with age? He could possibly have shrunk down to I'm maybe probably six down two, about but six he, two, you're, maybe six you're definitely taller than six three. You're over six three. You gotta be. I'm going to do get anxiety every single time I step under that fan on the front porch. <laughs> I can feel it hitting my hair all the time. Well, I know. Man, when I'm on that porch, when I come in from work and I got my work boots on, and if the fan's on, I have to walk around it. Because if I got my work boots on, it'll hit my head. Ooh, I did decide whenever I do go study abroad, though, I'm going to have to bring the most stereotypical Texan get-up I can think of. Mm-hmm. So we're talking like... Boots and a belt buckle. Iron blue jeans, boots, belt buckle pearl, hat. Pearl snap yeah, shirt. Pearl snap shirt. And the belt buckle has to be like abnormally large. Mm-hmm. And then just go walk around. That would probably make so many people. And get day. off the plane with a piece of straw in your mouth. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I could probably just walk around like downtown Tokyo. Be like, yeehaw, I'm finally here. <laughs> that's, that's Where's a- me a good place to get some grub around these, pe- around these parts? You boys got steak <laughs> with some A1 sauce because I like it well done. <laughs> there is this uh, one cafe somewhere in Tokyo called like the Mate Cafe where it advertises itself as an American diner. Oh my gosh. I, I s- bet they get it I so wrong. I so want to go there just so that whenever they see like the obvious American walk in the door, they're going to be like, oh shit. <laughs> Because like, I mean, because think about how I wrong probably, we get it over here. Yeah, like I could probably just walk over to the counter and be like, "Hey, can I go in the back and like tell them how to do this right?" And they probably wouldn't stop me. <laughs> like, ah, oh, tall white man, he knows what he knows how to make burger. <laughs> Let him in. Well, I mean, it's like you talk about how we get it wrong. I mean, hell, Taco Bell was voted the number one Mexican restaurant in the state or some stupid shit like that. I know, that's because Texans are, are very, very silly. What? Oh, if you want to have a little... Uh, it was voted the number one Mexican restaurant in the state. Yeah. If you want to have a little interesting experience, try to find your way onto the menu of a Japanese McDonald's. They have such strange items on there that you can't get it here in the States. Like, we're talking like shrimp burgers and other shit like that cool just noodle burgers just like all this random stuff that i'm like they have this here well they had different stuff on the menu at uh mcdonald's when i was in hawaii yeah but then you know they had like that kind of menu over here on the side and like the main menu in the front is like all the regular stuff and it was like really expensive like the number one was like eight bucks or something like that. And I'm like, God dang! And I started look. I looked down at the end. They had a little small menu down at the end. It said classic meals, and like the Big Mac meal, which is like the number one, 
was only like five bucks. And I'm like, I want the Big Mac meal, but I want it from the menu down there. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> and the guy that was behind the counter, like he, like he didn't know it was over there. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, my professor did tell me too that whenever I'm walking around, like, I will have some other people there doing a study abroad with me. Mm-hmm. Depending on what you look like, you can either like pass off, just kind of like go under the radar. Like some of the people, a lot of the people that are in that class with me are a lot shorter than I am. Mm-hmm. They would blend into the crowd pretty easily. There are some that are, you know, obviously white. They, if people looked at them, they'd be like, ah, American. Me? That's racially profiling people. Just because I'm white, I mean, I'm American. That's just what they assume. They're what like saying? Ah, La- English speaking American. Loud and white, hundred percent American. <laughs> but no, like me yeah, got walking around. <laughs> if you're loud and you're white, they're gonna think you're American. Like me walking around would just have like a big neon sign above my head saying, Hey, I'm not from here. <laughs> and he said there will be two types of people that will walk up to me. One, just people wanting to walk up and take pictures because they're like, Oh, this is the tallest person I'm ever going to see. Look at this cool American, this giant. And they're going to want to take pictures just because they can. And then there will probably be a bunch of older Japanese men that will just walk up because they want to practice their English. And that's very sweet. You should oh, definitely cool. help them. Yeah, that's actually pretty cool. And I, I just can't wait to go to like a restaurant or something. And you know, because obviously American, wait for the wait staff to try to like talk to me in like English or something, and then just respond in Japanese, throw them for a loop. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> And I do intend on going to some Japanese bars. They do have a bunch of themed ones, too. Oh, cool. I won't get into that now because I will be here for like another 20 minutes talking about that. But I do want to go drinking with some of my buddies whenever I'm over there because like, I will be properly of age. I think their drinking age is actually 20 in Japan. So I'm already there now. But I just so want some native there to try to start picking a fight with one of my friends there just so I can like stand up and head almost touch the ceiling and just <laughs> like, do something no. little man yeah and then that little man puts his foot upside your head <laughs> what a wonderful experience like, which one of y'all kegged me <laughs> uh. alright well we have reached an hour and seven alright well I guess it's time to shut it down for now and like I said, it'll be a few weeks for probably a few weeks before we come back again. But if if we can figure if we can figure this out, um, I'm leaving all of the podcasting stuff down here with Vaughn, and uh, I have showed him tonight how to work it. Um, <laughs> not in depth. But. Not in depth, but uh, we might be able to do. If not, you can. I, I can. We can do some kind of call in or something. You can call me and kind of walk me through it. Yeah. So. Maybe we'll do one, maybe we won't, but just hang in there, folks. Don't give up on us, because we'll be back before too long. Maybe when we come back, we'll have our new one. Yeah, that may be that may be a good that may be a good demarcation between the old one and the new one. But you got to get with cardboard's wife about doing that picture. Yes, I do need her to. She sent the phone number and was probably expecting you to contact her. I what when you sent that to me, I was in the middle of something, and then I never went back to it. Oh, I still got it, so you need to get okay. in contact with her. I'm sorry, Cardboard's wife. <laughs> I will, I will get in touch with you. That's all, folks. <laughs> all right. Well, we will see you when we see you. Yep. Until next time. Until next time. We love you. Bye. Later, nerds. Mm-hmm.